Shalom to all. Today's office is Yuma Daf Yud Tess, and we are starting Yud Chesamud Beis, nine lines up from the bottom with the brand new Mishnah. And we continue describing the Kain Gadol's preparation right before Yom Kippur. The Mishnah says, Masru Zikne Bezdin, Zikne Kuna. The Zikne Bezdin, they give him over to the Zikne Kuna, Ve'alu Beis Avtinas, and they brought him up to Beis Avtinas. This is where the family of Avtinas used to make the Ketiras. Vishbiu, and they made him swear. Vinifteru, they took leave of him. Vahokulhem, and then they left. Vahamrulai, and they told him, This is what they made him swear. Ishi Kain Gadol, our master the Kain Gadol. Anushlichai Bezdin, we are agents, we are Shlichma Bezdin. And you are our shliach and the shliach of bezin. We make you swear. The one who rests his name in this house. That you are not going to change not one iota of something that we have taught you. He turns to the side and cries. They turn to the side and cry. And we're going to explain in the Gemara why they do so. Now, if he was wise, he was a chacham, he was learned, Darish, then he darshins the whole night of Yom Kippur. He speaks in Dever Halacha in order to keep himself awake. Then, Lav, he's not a chacham. However, he is wise enough that he could listen to a drasha. They darshin in front of him to keep him awake. If he's able to read Nevi'im, Kairi, then he'll read Nevi'im. That's if he's not a Talmud Chacham. And if not, he can't even read Nevi'im. Of them, they read in front of him. What do they read in front of him? These are all sorts of things that will keep him awake. He says, Many times I read in front of him, in front of the Kain Gadol, from Sefer Daniel. And the Gemara Yotesa on the top describes right away why is it they brought him to Besavtinos, which is where the Ketaris was made. Tana, we have a Braisel. Now, the Avaita the Ketaris on Yom Kippur was very difficult, and they had to teach him how to do it. This is called Chafina. He had to take Malay Chafnav, which is a handful. So, in order to do that, they took him to base of Tinas to teach him that. And Amar of Papa, the Kain Gadol, the Kain Gadol actually had two rooms that were his. Achas Lishkas Perhedjin, Achas Lishkas Beis of Tinas, one was Lishkas Perhedjin, that's where he slept, and Lishkas Beis of Tinas, that's where he learned this Avadah the Ketairas. Achas Batsafin, Achas Badarm was on the north side of the base of Mikdash, one was on the south, again, north is the right side, Darm is the south side. Achas Batsafin, the one was in the Tsafin, had we know, did not we have a Mishnah? Vav Lishachas Hoya Bazara, there were six Lishachas, six chambers, six rooms off of that Zara. Gil Batsafin, Begil Badarm, three north, three south. Shebadarm, the ones on the south, Lishkas Hamelach, Lishkas Haparva and Lishkas Hamadichin. What are these rooms? Lishkas Hamelach, Shesham Hayu Nesam Melch Karban. Lishkas Hamelach, that's where they used to put the salt for all the Karbanas. Lishkas Haparva, Shesham Hayu Mocham Ars Kachim, that's where they used to salt the hides of the Kachim. Valgaga, and on its roof, Haisa based Filo, the Kain Gadol, Yom Kippurim, there was actually mikvah for the Kain Gadol to use on Yom Kippur. Lishkas Hamadichin, Shesham Hayu Medichin Krave Kachim, this is where they used to wash out the innards of the Kachim. Umisham Mesiba Ailo, Lagag Besa Parva, and from there, there was a circular staircase that went on top of the Besa Parva, that's where his mikvah was. Yemel Shabbatsaf, and the three in the north, Lishkas Ha'etz, Lishkas Ha'gayla, and Lishkas Ha'gazes. So Lishkas Ha'etz, Amr Belezab Nyakov, Shachachni Mahaisa Mishameshes, I forgot what its purpose was. Abishalai, where he says, Lishkas Kain Gadol. It was a Lishka for the Kain Gadol. So right away we see from this Mishnah that the Kain Gadol has a Lishka in the north part of the base of Mikdash. However, we just continue describing these. Haisachar Ishtehen, it was behind the two of them, meaning the Lishkas Ha'etz was behind Lishkas Ha'gayla and Gazes. Begak Shlash Tanshava, however, the roofs of all three of them were the same exact height. Lishkas Ha'gayla, Sham Hayabar Ha'gayla, in Lishkas Ha'gayla. That's where there was this well called the Bar Hagayla, the Hagagal Nasan Olive, there was a wheel on top of it. And from there, they could distribute water to the entire Azara. Over there, the Sanhedrin of Israel, they would sit and they would judge the Kaihanim. When a new Kayan came to do Avadah, they would have to judge A, whether or not he had a mum, and B, was he Miyuchas, was he really a Kayan? Someone who they found a Psol on him, meaning he wasn't Miyuchas, he wasn't able to serve in the base of Megdash. He would wear black and he would wrap his head in black, and he would leave. If 
he didn't find any psalm in him, he would wear white and wrap his head in white, and he would enter and serve with his brothers the Kahanim. And Achas Badarim, the Kohen Gadol had a room on the south side of the Beis HaMikdash, did not. We have a Mishnah, Shiva Sha'arim Hayyub Hazara, there were seven gates in Hazara, Gimel Batzaf and Gimel Badarim, three on the north, three on the south, and one on the Mizrach, the eastern side, that's the main gate. Shebadarim, Shar Hadlaka, that was called the Shar Hadlaka, Shainiloi, the second one, Shar Hadkarbon, and Shlishiloi, Shar Hamayim, that was called Shar Hamayim. The water for Nisach Hamayim on Sukkot was brought through this gate. Shebamizrach, the one on the east, Shar Nikonor, that was called Shar Nikonor, the famous gate. Ushte Lashachas Hayusham, and there were actually two Lashachas, two chambers. Achas Mina, Achas Bismillah, one on the right, one on the left. Achas Lashkas Pinchas Hamalbesh, one was the room of Pinchas the Malbesh, he would get the Kahanim dressed or the Kahan Gadol dressed. Vachas Lashkas Oisechavitin, one was the Lashka of the Oisechavitin, they would make the Menachas over there. Shebet Safin, the one on the far right, Shar Nitzutz, Ben Yenachsadra Hayah, it was actually built like an Achsadra, it jutted out a bit from the wall, the Ali Benu Yaloy Al Gabav, and actually had a second level to it, some sort of porch on top of it. Vasham Kahanim Shemim Malmala, and over there at night, there was Kahanim standing guarding the base of Mekdash, Lavim Milamata, and Lavim would guard below by the actual gate. Now there's a bit of a Girsa change over here, Upesach Hayaloy Lachel, and it opened up into the Chel, which is the area immediately surrounding the base of Mekdash. Now Shein Eloy, the second one, Shar Carbon, that's called Shar Carbon, and Shlishle, the third one, was Shar Beis Hamaiket. Fitanyan, we have a Brisa, Chamesh Tvilas Vasar Kedushin, Toivel Kain Gadol, Umekadish Baibayim. The Kain Gadol would immerse himself five times and wash his hands and feet ten times on that day, talking about Yom Kippur, the Kulan Bakaidesh, and all of them were in the Kaidesh, Al Gag Besaparva, in the mikvah that was on top of the Besaparva, Chutzmizu, except for this one, meaning the first one that he did in the morning, Shaisa Bachal, that was in the Chal, Al Gabe Sharamayim, on top of the Sharamayim, Ubitzad Lishchase Haisa, and it was right next to his Lishka. So what do we see from here that he had a Lishka on the southern part of the Besa Mikdash? Because the Sharamayim was on the south, and his Lishka was right next to it. So we see that he has a Lishka in the north and the south. And we continue describing these rooms. Veloyadana, I don't know, Lishkas Parhajim Mitzaf and Lishkas Beis Avtinus Bedarm. If Lishkas Parhajim is in the north and Beis Avtinus is in the south, or the opposite, or Lishkas Beis Avtinus Bedarm and Lishkas Parhajim Bedarm, or Mustabar, it's logical to say the Lishkas Parhajim Bedarm Havoy Lishkas Parhajim was in the south. My time, why is that? Because Mikdam Kai, he'd wake up early in the morning, remember, he slept in Lishkas Parhajim. So he'd wake up early in the morning, Umesachas Raglov, he would cover his feet, this is a euphemism for moving his bowels, the Tavl, he'd go to the Mikvah, which is right next to Lishkas Parhajim, the Azul at Safin, and then he'd walk around the base of Mikdash to the north part, the Gamar Chafina, he would learn Chafina in Beis Avtinas, Basil Beis Mikdash, then he would walk into the Beis Mikdash, Bavaravayda Kuliyami, he would do the Avayda the entire day, Lebahadi Panya, in the evening, Maduale, they would sprinkle the Mechatas on him, Bahadr Vazlodarm, then he would go to the south part of the Beis Mikdash, Vitavil, he'd go to the Mikvah, Vinayach, and go to sleep right away in his room, which is right next to the Mikvah. The Yamat Lishkas Parhajim Bitsafin. If you're going to say Lishkas Parhajim, it was in the north part of the Beis Mikdash, so then what would have to happen? Maktam Kai, he would wake up early in the morning, Mesachas Raglov, cover his feet, meaning go to the bathroom, Vazlodarm, then he'd have to walk all the way around the Beis Mikdash to the southern part, Vitavil then go to the Mikvah, the Gamar Chafina, learn Chafina over there, because that's where Beis Avtinus was. Vas the Beis Mikdash, then go into the Beis Mikdash, Vavravai the Kuliyah, Maduavai the whole day, Lahadipanya, towards the evening, Maduale, they would sprinkle the Paraduma on him, Vahadar Vazlodarm, then he'd go to the south, Vitavil go to the Mikvah, Ubai Mahadri, Umezal Tzaf, and then he'd have to walk all the way around the Beis Mikdash back to the northern part, Umenach, and go to sleep. And Umitach Machachino, like Kuli Hai, are we going to trouble him so much to make him walk all the way around at the end of the day? That's very troublesome. The Gemara says, Alam Alai, why not? Machachino, like we actually trouble him a lot. These who, because if he was a tzaduki and he wasn't really serious, lefrushe, so then he would just quit. He'd say, forget about it. I'm not being the Kalen Gadol. This is too stressful. Inami or In order that he shouldn't become haughty, he thinks that he's the Kalen Gadol, so we give him a run for his money, make him run this way and run that way, and that way he's a little bit humbled. If we don't say that, if we want to make life easy for him, we should just make these two rooms right next to each other, and we don't do that. Everyone agrees that one room is on the north and one room is on the south. Or Inami, We should have just made one room. Why have two rooms? From the fact that we have two rooms and one is on the north and one is on the south, obviously we're going to try
trouble him to some extent, so therefore it's not so problematic to say that we're actually going to really trouble him and make him walk back and forth twice during the day. And the Mishnah said, they told him, Ishi Kain Gadol, our master Kain Gadol, and they told him that you are our Shliach and the Shliach of Bezdin. Let's say this is a refutation to Rav Huna Breder Yeshua. He says, Hani Kaihani, Shluchid Rachmaninhu. The Kaihanim, they are agents, they are Shluchim of Hashem. They are not our agents, they're not our Shluchim, they're Shluchim of Hashem. The Amr Shluchid Daninu, if you're going to say that they're our Shluchim, says Rav Huna Breder Yeshua, Yotesam Bez on top. Is there something that we are not able to do, but our Shluchim are able to do? We know that that a person's shleich is just like him, meaning instead of you doing it yourself, your shleich does it for you. But over here, if a kain is going to be your shleich, well, you're not able to do that in the base of Mekdash, so how could the kain be your shleich? It must be that the kain is the shleich of Hashem and not your shleich. But it seems to be from our mission that that's not the case, because our mission says that these shluchim of Bezin tell him explicitly that you are our shleich. So the more answer is that's not necessarily Raya. Our mission could be like Rav Huna Breder Yeshua, and this is what they could be telling him. We are making you swear, that you have to do the Avoida exactly like we told you and like Bezin says that you should do it. Not that you are our Shliach, you're Hashem's Shliach, but you have to do it exactly as we told you based off of our Das and the Das of Bezdin. And the Meshach said, that after they make him swear, he turns to the side and cries and they turn to the side and cry. He turns to the side and cries because they suspected him of being a Tzaduki. And they turn to the side and cry. He says, anyone that suspects someone who's really innocent, like a Begufai, he gets struck in his body, he gets afflicted. We know this from Moshe Rabbeinu Rashi says that Moshe Rabbeinu suspected that Klai Yisrael would not listen to him and Hashem told him, put your hand in your chest and he took it out and was full of tzaras. So they cried because of this. Now why is it they made him swear? Why go through this whole toodaloo? In order that he shouldn't do it from the outside, do it outside the Ketayish Kedashim and then bring it inside like the Tzudukim do. Now the Pasuk in regards to the Ketayra says, and the Tzudukim darsh in that to mean that first the Kain Gadol takes the shovel with burning coals, places the Ketayra on them and as the smoke begins to rise, only then does he walk into the Kaddish Kadashim. However, that's not what's to be done. In reality, the Kitaris is done only once inside the Kaddish Kadashim. Now, Anyam Kippur, no one's allowed anywhere near the Kain Gadol while he's doing the Savaida. So we're not going to be able to know whether or not he's doing it properly. So therefore, they had to be Mashbiah him now in order to prevent him from doing it improperly. And Tanar Abana and Maisab Zaduki Echel, there's a story with his Zaduki who was the Kain Gadol, Shehiskin Bachutz. He prepared it from the outside of Hechnes and then he went inside the Kaddish Kadashim like a Zaduki. Beitz when he came out, Hayasamech Simcha Gadel, he was so happy. Pagabai Aviv, he met his father. Amrlah, he told him, Bini, my son, even though we're still afraid of the Prushim, meaning we're still supposed to do it as we're taught and not the way that we darshan it in our Tzaduki way. Amrlah, he told his father, My entire life I was pained over this Pasuk, as we had said, I told myself, When am I going to have the opportunity to be Mekayim the Pasuk the way that we darshan it? Now that I have the opportunity, I'm the Kayin Gadol, I'm not going to fulfill the Pasuk like the way that we darshan it, us Tzaduki, Amru, they said, It wasn't a lot of days, meaning it was very few days. He died. He was thrown into the garbage. And worms came out of his nose. The reason why is because his nose was the first part of his body that completely entered the Kaddish Kadashim. And that is why his nose was struck first. We see what a terrible death he died. And some say, that when he left Negev, he was struck immediately the moment he left the Kaddish Kadashim. There's some sort of sound heard in the Azar. Came and struck him on his face. And his brothers, they went in. And they found a mark of a kaf regal eagle, which is like a rounded foot in between his shoulders. Shinemar says in the Pasuk, in describing the malachim, and their leg is straight, and the bottom of their foot, is like a rounded bottom of a foot. And so the 
fact that they saw this type of imprint on him, it must be that he was struck by a malach. And our Mishnah had said, Amrav Zacharia ben Kevutal. Now, Masing the Rav Chana Barava, Lechia Barav, Kameh the Rav, Rav Chana Barava taught this Mishnah to Chia Barav in front of Rav, and he had said, Amrav Zacharia ben Kevutal, with a fei, not with a vase, and Umichvile Rav Biade, Rav motioned him with his hand that Kevutal, that it's not Kevutal with a fei, it's Kevutal with a vase. Asked the Gemara of Nameloi Maymar, why didn't he just tell him straight out? Why did he have to motion him with his hand? Says the Gemara, Kriyashma Havakari. He was in the middle of reading Kriyashma, so he couldn't speak it out. Ask the Gemara of Chiyah Gavdim Yishari, is it permitted even to motion in the middle of Kriyashma? Vam Rav Yitzchak Bar Shmuel Bar Marta, Hakariyah Shema, someone that's reading Shema, Lo Yermoz Be'enov, he's not allowed to hint with his eyes, Vlo Yikrat Bisvasov, he's not allowed to mouth something with his lips, Vlo Yerabetz Baisov, he's not allowed to show something with his fingers. And Vitanya Rabbi Lezer Chesma Oymer, he says, Hakariyah Shema, someone that reads Shema, Muram is Be'enov, and he hints with his eyes, Makar Spesif Saisov, and he motions with his mouth, Umar Betz Bay, and he shows with his finger, all of a cause of Oymer, the Pasuk says about him, Lo Yaisi Karas Yaakov. So the Gemara says, Lo Yikasha, no problem, one is when you're reading the first part of Kriyashma, then you're not allowed to do any of the above. But the second part of Kriyashma, then you are allowed to hint with your hand or motion or hint with your eyes. And Tan Rabbanan, once on the topic of Kriyashma, we have a bride. So it says in the Pasuk, you shall speak in them. This is talking about saying Kriyashma. You shall say the words of Kriyashma out loud so that you can hear what you're saying, but not during Tefillah, which is Shema Nesra. Shema Nesra, you have to be quiet. And further, Darshaning, this is talking about Divrei Taira. You're allowed to speak in Divrei Taira. You're not allowed to talk in mundane manners. Meaning, whenever you open your mouth to speak, it should be in Divrei Taira. And Ravach Amr, he says, This is talking about Divrei Taira. You should make them permanent. Learning and talking Divrei Taira should be a permanent fixture of your life. Don't make them aray. Meaning, only from time to time you talk in Divrei Taira or you think in Divrei Taira, this should be something permanent. And Amr Ravah, he says, When a person speaks in chul and matters, something mundane, he's over in asay. Shunemar says the Pasuk, You should speak of them. Only them, but not of other matters. Only Divrei Tera and not anything else. Rav Achav Yaakov Amr, he says, Iver Balav, he's actually Iver Olav. Shinemar says in the Pasuk, Kol Advarim Yegeim Lo Yuchalish Ladaber. All the wearying, tiring words a person is not allowed to speak. And these are considered tiring words because when you say these words and you discuss mundane matters, you expend energy and effort and you don't get anything in exchange. So therefore, it's actually a lav according to Rav Achav Yaakov and not just in Isra say. And continuing with the Mishnah, we're talking about Yom Kippur night. Bikish Lisnam name, if the Kayan Gadol was starting to fall asleep. The Pirchei Kahuna, the Yom Hanim, they would hit in front of him with an Etzbat Strada. It means they would snap. And they would tell him, Stand up and get rid of your tiredness once on the floor. Rashi says they would have him walk back and forth across the cold floor, and they would also have him perform some sort of acrobatic act. And they'd keep him busy until the time of Shechit of Karban Tamad arrived. Now, my Tzrada, what does that mean, Etzbat Tzrada? Amrav Yehudi, he says, The word Tzrada means the Tzara of this one. A Tzara is a rival. So the etzba is the forefinger, and the rival of the forefinger, that's what was used to snap. Mahi, what does it mean, the rival of the forefinger? Gudal, this is talking about the thumb. So they actually used their forefinger and their thumb to snap. Quite a difficult feat. Mechir Rav Huna, he showed how to snap with your forefinger and your thumb. And the sound was so loud that it went throughout the entire base medjish. They tell him, Now what does this mean? They told him, do an al-chadas, which means a unique act of sorts. Mahi, what exactly did they ask him to do, Amrile, they told him, Achvi Kida, show us a Kida. Now, Kida is a type of bowing down that was done in the base of Mekdash. It was actually very difficult. You had to be very flexible to do so. According to Rashi, it seems to be that he's bending over until he reaches the floor. He supports himself on his thumb. He kisses the floor and then stands back up. Some picture books show that actually it's a push up on the floor. Either which way, they had him do this in order to keep himself awake. We continue. Masikin Hosei gives Manshita. They kept him busy until the time of the Shechita. Tan, we have a bride. So, Loi Masikin Hosei, Loi Benevel They wouldn't keep him busy with the Nevel or Chino, which is a type of musical instrument. 
kept them awake. El Bepeh, they used to sing with their mouths. Mahayu Aimim, what would they say as they would sing? Im Hashem Yivne Bayas. If Hashem didn't build the house, Shav Amlu Bainav Bay, then the ones that are working very hard, they're being Amel in order to build it, they're working for Shav, they're working for nothing. And they're trying to tell him to have the proper Kavanas in mind while he does the Havaidah, because if not, it's just for nothing. Miyakiri Shalayim, the special people of Yushalayim, Loyahayu Shainim Kalalayla, they would not sleep the entire night, they would stay up and learn. So the Kohen Gadol could hear the sound of their arguments and their discussions, and that would keep him awake. And he wouldn't be able to sleep. He says, Even in the Gvulin, meaning, even after the base of Mishra was destroyed, outside the base of Mikdash, they would do so, in remembrance of these Akira Shalim, that at the time of the base of Mikdash, they would stay awake. And actually, nowadays, there are people that stay awake the whole night of Yom Kippur. Ella, what was the problem? They would end up sinning. They would end up hanging out with women, and they would come to sin. And Amr Abai, Vitam Rav Nachem Ritzlok, Terguma Narda. Let's explain this to be talking about the city of Narda specifically. told Rav Yehuda, the brother of Sal Chasida, Amrisu, you always say, Why hasn't Mashiach come yet? Today it's Yom Kippur, the evil come and many besulas already had bia in Narda, meaning there's many people sinning on Yom Kippur itself. That's why Mashiach hasn't come. So Amr Lehi, Rav Yehuda asked El Yoh Anavi, Hakadosh my Amr, what does Hashem say about this? Amr Lehi responded to him, Chafam and Alpha on the top, Lefesach Chatas Reivetz. We know the Chatas, which is talking about the Yitzhahara, it's crouching right at the door. This is something Rashi explains to mean that the Yitzhahara makes people sin against their will, meaning against their better judgment. The Satan, my Amr, Rav Yehuda asked him, what does the Satan say about this? Amr Lehi, El Yoh Anavi told him, Satan, Biamit Kippuri, Leslie, Rishus, Listune, the Satan, Anyam Kippur, he does not have any permission to say anything against Klai Yisrael. Mimai, how do we know this? Amorayim Bar Chama, HaSatan Begmatria Tlas Mei Veshitin Varba Havi. Satan is Begmatria 364. And what do we learn from here? Tlas Mei Veshitin Varba Yami Isle Rishus Lestune. 364 days of the year, he's able to prosecute Klai Yisrael. But Yom Kippur, on Yom Kippur, which is 365th day, Leslie Rishus Lestune, he does not have right to prosecute Klai Yisrael. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with a fresh Mishnah. Everyone should have a wonderful day.